Sinformers. All right, everybody, welcome to the Sinformers episode. Blah blah blah. Uh, this week, <laughs> this is indeed episode number blah blah blah. Yes, uh, it's uh, it's getting closer to 100. I think we're in the high 80s at this point, maybe. Eh, we're close enough. I mean, we got to be somewhere around there. Close enough? I'm not sure. We uh, we really should stop numbering them at this point, but whatever. We'll keep it going. Since we started, why would we stop now? Exactly. Yeah. We're going to keep it going at least until 100 or until we just completely... Until my eyes start to bleed and I get yeah. Ebola. Ah, <laughs> uh, too soon. Uh, topical. Ah, uh, boo. That's yeah, okay. It uh, happens. It know? does. It's, it's been terrifying. happening. <laughs> it does. It's really terrifying. And you know what's terrible? What's even worse about it? All I could think about is Resident Evil Five. Yeah. Where they're like in Africa and all the zombies just run around with like blood coming out of their eyes and mouth. I'm like, this seems like it's a thing. Did you see that? Uh, there was a fake news story running around that someone in Africa got Ebola and then came back to life after they died. Oh, my God. It's great. Me? Yeah, there's, like, some fake news story going around. It's, like, a picture of some black guy with, like, blood all over his face and his eyes are open like this. <laughs> and someone was, someone made a fake news story. It was it's running around alive. Twitter. It was running on Twitter and see these dumb girls I'm friends with on Twitter were like, No way! That can't oh be true! God. I hate Twitter. Oh. And I love it at the same time. Idiocracy. Twitter is... Like a, a wasteland. The you know, only, really. the only worse than the wasteland that is Twitter is the wasteland that is Facebook. Because these are people you actually know. Yeah. And have met in your life. And they believe half of this shit. Yeah. And then you realize, why like, do I have these people? Someone on my life? Facebook wall was like, like our local hospital was like, I heard there's a case of Ebola at our local hospital. Is that true? Wouldn't you think it would be national fucking news if it was at our hospital? I think they should go check. Like... I, I I guarantee you, in every town, in every city right now, someone is spreading a rumor like, "Oh, it's at our hospital. There's a bullet in our hospital." <laughs> the fuck? I mean, there was the thing about. I, I mean, it is legitimately scary. And I oh, it's very get why scary. But are worried about it. But it is such over the top as far yeah. as what these people say. Like, uh, <sighs> I don't know. <laughs> and, it's, and the thing is, it's like. Then you're going to have the other end of the coin, where it's going to be the people that – and I've seen this, where it's like the media is hiding stuff from us. They don't want us to know. The mm-hmm. government already knows all it's this. It's a conspiracy. It is. A it's C-O-N-spiracy. Jesse Ventura and all these other people. Like, just, What the hell, people? Come on. Did Get Jesse Ventura together. say that Ebola is a conspiracy? Probably. Who Probably. knows? He says everything's a conspiracy. He really does. I like that guy, but you know. I have a 10,000-year-old brain and the boogers of a 7-year-old. Pretty I mean, much. Unless he got it confused for Eboa, and it's like his old boas that he used to wear. <laughs> Eboa constrictor. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so Ebola's running rampant. We're all dying. Um, yep. That's good. That's what Everything we missed since our, awesome. last, since our last episode. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Hey, you know, yeah, it So, I mean, that – wow, actually, you're right. That has all happened since the last episode. Yeah. Holy shit. This, this world's going under pretty fast. It is. 
Well, we'll have plenty of end of the world news to tide you over then. <laughs> a little bit later on. We don't have a bowl of those, so you can listen freely and your ears won't bleed. Well, they might bleed. Exactly. Stay tuned. <laughs> So, uh, Ebola's the, the big news. Uh, what's new with you, Victor, besides Ebola? Uh, of course, the same as always, which means not a damn thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been trying to stay busy. October is my favorite month. The weather gets cooler. There's decorations and candy everywhere. My personal favorite is back in stores. I'm a candy corn fiend. Oh, okay. It's one of those things that most people either love or hate. I am in the former category. Mm-hmm. And... That's been a favorite of mine. I've also been trying to watch like a new horror, sci-fi, you know, supernaturally movie every day this month. I know it's a thing a lot of people do. I've never done it surprisingly. So, hmm. and with all the movies I own and access to Netflix, Amazon Prime, all that fun stuff, I figure it's worth a shot. Like tonight, just finished watching Night of the Creeps before I came over, which is just I've never seen that. Really? No. Okay. Surprised. Is that the one that's by the director of Monster Squad? Yeah, it is. Okay. And it's basically a. I 19- think that's on Netflix, right? It is. That's okay. why I watched it. Okay. I have it, but it's on Netflix. It's basically a 1950s sci-fi movie made in the 80s. It's just... It, it's just weird alien slugs that take over your brain, and they become zombies, and Tom Atkins is in it with his mustache and his <laughs> one-liners. You know, they made so many of those movies like in the 80s where, like, teenage kids, right? It's teenagers, right? Yeah, of course. And then there's, like, brain things that take over yeah. people's brains or bodies. Like, Killer Clowns was like that. And, uh, uh, Rusty Griswold is the main kid in it. Well, the second Rusty Griswold. European Vacation Rusty. Oh. He's uh, he's the main guy in Night of the Creeps. I saw a movie that Toby Hooper did, the guy who did Chainsaw Massacre. Yes. I saw a, like a horror sci-fi movie that he did uh, the other night. It was it was on HBO randomly. Why am I getting a Shark Tank ad? Get out of here. All right. Uh, I the, mean, the only movies he's done that I really liked were, well, not even Texas Chainsaw. Poltergeist is the big one. Yeah. But Texas Chainsaw was okay. But. I'm trying to see what it's called. It's Invaders from Mars. It's from 1986, huh. okay. and it's like the ex- it's like the same plot as what the fuck. It's the same <laughs> plot as like the Faculty. Okay. Um, it's a remake of a 1950s science fiction movie. A boy tries to stop an invasion of his town by aliens who take over the minds of his parents and his least liked school teacher, and other people team up to help him. Gotcha. So it's they the take fa- over his parents, you know, like uh-huh. the Faculty. Um. And then he gets the Marines to help out, too. But does Josh Hartnett bang his teacher at the end of that one? No, this no? kid does. Oh. <laughs> no. Okay, that's good, then. That's uh, Jean Grey in the faculty, right? Wasn't yeah. She the teacher? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was good, good She's work. She's the hot teacher that Josh Hartnett's all about. It's good work by him. Mm-hmm. I'm a fan. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. His gym teacher is the T-1000. and the Faculty's a great movie, actually. It is. It's a great movie. It's such an awesome cast, now that I think about it's it. It's a lot like The Class of 1999. Did you ever see that? No, I did I know that's a sequel to Class of 1984. Is it? Yeah. I've only seen Class of 1999. <laughs> man, I'm way off. Oh, man. So many classes. Class of 1999 is great, too. That's have, That reminds me of The Faculty. Class of 1999. It's great. It's it's instead of aliens taking over their... Uh, it's robots. Their robots. Right? Oh, yeah. man. Malcolm McDowell's great in it, too. Malcolm McDowell's great. He's great in everything. Yeah. That was actually... I think he's the principal. (laughs) He is terrific in everything. He's so over the top. Uh Uh-huh. He was my original choice for Magneto. I think he would have been perfect. Oh, shit. He'd have been a perfect Magneto. He already has the white hair and everything. He would have been incredible. He looks just like him. (laughs) Wow. He would have been incredible. Mm Mm-hmm. I I actually met him at a Monster Mania a couple years back, and he was really funny. And to the point, it was almost bizarre. 
Like, he had a panel, and at one point he just puts a scarf around his neck and starts doing the singing in the rain thing from, <laughs> from Clockwork Orange. Orange. fucking weird. And then when we met him, is my buddy Ken and I, there's a part in the Rob Zombie's Halloween where you think everything's safe, and he's got Laurie in the car next to him, and Michael Myers is dead, supposedly. And then, all of a sudden, of course, Michael punches through the window, starts grabbing Laurie out. Mm -hmm. But in the background, you hear him yell, What the hell? (laughs) Almost like he didn't know it was happening. And so we asked him, like, was that improv or what was that? He's like, well, actually, the first time we shot it, that that was my reaction. (laughs) I didn't expect it. But Rob loved loved it so much, he asked me to do it with each other take. So we put it in the movie. Like, all right, good to know. What the heck? Exactly. exactly. <laughs> it's, it's such a stupid moment in the movie, and not many people would catch, but it's one of my favorites, because it's so genuine. Like, he, like, why is this happening? What the hell? <laughs> we killed him already. That's great. It, it, uh, I forgot. He did a lot of really good voices, too. I'm looking at his IMDb page. He was in, like, all the comic book stuff now, already. Do you remember the episode of South Park he did? It was one of the early episodes, and it was the one that was focused on Pip. Okay. It was remember Pip, the foreign exchange student. Yeah. It was focused entirely on him. That's like, right there, a British him. person. Yeah, and it opens up with him in front of a fireplace, going, "Hello, I'm some British guy." Yeah, he voices <laughs> a British person. <laughs> yeah, and that, he introduces the story and narrates the story of Pip. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. He uh, he voiced Metallo in the Superman cartoon. Really? That was great. Oh wow. Um, he kind of looks like Metallo, so that works. <laughs> He was um, he was in Batman the Animated Series too. Who was he on there? Let me see. Do, 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 do. He was Whistler, you know, Blades Whistler in yeah, okay. Spider Man the cartoon. He was Arcady Duval. That was the uh, the uh, bad guy in the um, Jonah Hex episode. Oh, okay. Um, he did Captain Planet, <laughs> Aladdin, Frasier, Tales from the Crypt. He's yeah. been in a ton of shit, this guy. He was awesome. He's great. How, has he ever been? He was the bad guy in Star Trek Generations. Was he ever an Old Soul of the Week ever with us? No, because Marlon wouldn't have voted him in. Oh. But I, I will vote him. He's honorary. All right. <laughs> there, we did it. All right, he's in. Yeah. Uh, what the hell? I don't even know half these movies, but they all sound yeah. like cheap, shitty he sci-fi did, movies. Like, in between really big things, he'll do like a bunch of shit. He was the bad guy in I Spy, too. I forgot, with Eddie Murphy and Owen Wilson. I didn't even watch that. Like, I saw it in theaters. Uh, <laughs> It was 2002, what do you want from me? Oh, he was Teen Titans, weird. he was Mad Mod. He's done a shit ton of comic book stuff. He's always Metallo. He's been Metallo in everything he's in. He's in Robot Chicken Star Wars. <laughs> Orientation is He's been a lot of Robot Chicken. He was in Bolt. I never saw Bolt. But now that like all these Disney CGI movies are out... Heroes is what I think made him like yeah. kind of important again. Because in Heroes, he was one of the first big bads. Look, he even did the DC Showcase short for Green Arrow. He was Merlin. That actually was a really good short. I forgot. And uh, he was the principal in Easy A. I don't remember that. He did what? Mer- yeah, he did Merlin in all the uh, DC shorts. Huh. He did his Lego Hero Factory. Damn. Malcolm McDowell, the yep. gentleman and a scholar. He was in Silent Hill 3D. I never saw that. The sequel. To oh, Silent that Hill. movie sucked. Did it? Yeah. But was, he was in it. That was pretty terrible. <laughs> Apparently, he's on the Mentalist a, a bunch now. That, that's one of those movies that I feel like only smart people watch. I don't know anyone... Wow. He's a regular on Franklin and Bash. I didn't know that. That's it's been good. 40 episodes. Damn. So that's what he's been doing. Okay. Hang out with Brecken Meyer and... <laughs> what's his name? Zach, Zach uh, Morris. 
Mark Paul Gasolar. Isn't there like three A's in a row in there? Something. Anyway, uh, Malcolm McDowell does not have Ebola. <laughs> <laughs> Way to bring it back full circle. There we go. Uh, so that's good. He's a legend without Ebola. <laughs> so, uh, how did Malcolm McDowell come up again? <laughs> oh, class of 1999? Yeah, you're jumping around. So you're watching horror movies. Yes, horror movies. What, what's the best one you've seen so far? Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> how many have you watched so far? I've watched everyone... Every day of the month. Every one. Every day. Every day. Every so movie. So nine movies? All of the movies. That's it so far, yeah, because this is indeed the ninth. Out of the nine, what is the best one so far? Huh. I, I mean, I'm partial to The Crow. I'm a big fan. Okay. I, I know it. it's really dated watching it now. It's so 90s. There's just ridiculous grunge everywhere. But I like it. I, I can't even remember some of the It's a period piece. It is. I mean, I've always been partial of... Uh, Frankenstein, the original 1933, I believe that is. Have you ever seen, just to interrupt for a second, have you ever seen any of the Hammer horror movies? I have not. I've never I've always seen any Hammer movies. always wanted to see them. I've never seen a Hammer I wish movie. they were on Netflix. They're probably like streaming on YouTube or something. They but gotta be. I've, I've heard nothing but amazing things about the Hammer horror. And I can't watch them, you know, my wife doesn't watch that shit. So I have to like watch it up, huddled up here in my office <laughs> while I'm drawing my book and I can't even really watch it. It's like porn. <laughs> you know, you, you got to watch it like when your parents aren't home. I'm going through seeing what other things I've seen because I forgot. Uh, <laughs> Hatchet 3 I watched, which was whatever. Daniel Harris is in it. I watched it. Um, McConaughey in Hatchet 1? No. Bill Paxton? No. No one important. Oh. What no am one. I thinking of then? I have no idea. Oh. You're thinking of... Uh, shit. I'll find it. Yeah. I still have IMDb. It definitely has Paxton in it. Yeah. Paxton's in one movie with like a... Oh, what crap. It? It's uh, frailty, frailty is what I'm thinking of. I've never seen it, but no. no uh, it's got good reviews. And Patrick. it's got Paxton and McConaughey in it. All right, it's got all right, all right. just those Directed two alone. By Bill Paxton? Yeah, just those two alone, I'm sold. Oh, man. i got to watch it. And the Mr. Work guy from Sin City is in it, too. Oh, wow. Uh, no, Hatchet's <laughs> kind of terrible. It's supposed to be like the, they bill it as old school American horror. It's the guy that's played. Uh, Jason through all the shitty Jason movies okay. that came hotter as this giant like deformed basically Jason with more blood um, hmm. he's just like this deformed dude that is a spirit that lives in the woods that wears overalls and just viciously rips everyone in part and it graphically shows people getting ripped apart and that's like eh. it's so over the top it's humorous and like that's a, kind like of uh, Kill Bill style. yeah that's kind of the shtick they go with Mm. Um, so Hatchet 3, more of the same, is alright. Uh, mm. I have watched Repo the Genetic Opera. Which you love. <laughs> I am a big fan of that movie. I, <laughs> I don't know what happened to the fan base that was around when it came out. <laughs> that, that cult-like fan base that was like, it's going to be bigger than Rocky Horror. Yeah, it's not. It won't be, ever. But it's a fun movie. It's got a 6.7 on IMDb. I enjoy it. It's a fun movie. It's decent. Um, and I've even read some reviews of people comparing it to like a Greek tragedy. I'm like, I guess, sure, but... It's a fun, decent, stupid, little, very gory movie. I enjoy it. Oh, the guy went on to direct a bunch of Saul stuff, huh? He's well, the director he's, of Saul? He did his first. Okay. Saul 2, 3, and 4 he directed. Produced okay. Saul 1. And now he's not doing anything? Nah. Bunch of the, shit. The Devil's Carnival is another one he tried working on with the dude at the repo, and it was not good. No? He made <laughs> a sequel. I know there's a new Devil's Carnival It's got a 6.6. It, I, that, those are just the repo fans, because no one else has even heard of it. Hallelujah! <laughs> um, so I watch. I watch that. I like Repo. 
Fright Night was another great one that I watched. Original? Recently. Yep. How's the remake? I like it. Yeah? It's, it stands up. It's a lot like... It is like an older 80s... Uh, what? When did Alexa Vega change her name? To Alexa Pana Vega? Yeah. I have no idea. That might be her actual name, and maybe her stage name is Alexa Vega. No, it I... says born Alexa... He's Vega. What the fuck? I don't know. Even on Twitter, she's Alexa Pena Vega. Oh, she married a guy named Carlos Pena Vega. That's weird. That is weird. She's Alexa Vega, and she married a guy named Pena Vega. That's weird. Who's this doucher? Yeah, he looks like a doucher. He does look... He, he, oh, he's in Big Time he, Rush. He, oh, he is a doucher. Yeah. She's so adorable, though. I like her. She's got a nice, uh, nice set of cans on nice her, beauty. too. Yeah. Nice Nice, nice everything. Machete, too. She's in Dame to Kill for, too. Machete. I still need to see that. Yeah, nobody um, saw that. So <laughs> but the yeah, the original Fright Night I like. I enjoyed the second Fright Night also a lot because Colin Farrell is so just hamming it up the entire time. Like he's loving being a ridiculous vampire, <laughs> and it's it's a lot of fun. It's not exactly a remake of the original. It has its own differences, but it's it's decent as long as you can get past the uh, the Peter Vincent character because in the original he's the. Uh, He's the host of almost like an Elvira type show. Yeah. And in the new one, he's a Chris Angel type magician. Oh, that's funny. And who's he played by? Uh, one of the doctors. Doctor Who. Uh, Ten. Number uh, I don't know. Tenet. David Tennant. Okay. That guy. The guy who pl- was in uh, Harry Potter? Yeah. Okay. I like yeah. that guy. Barty Crouch Jr. Yeah, Barty Crouch Jr. And he does the tongue thing? Yeah. <laughs> the, lady, the ladies love the tongue thing. Oh, yeah, they do. Yep. That's what got him the job with Doctor Who. Mm-hmm. The tongue thing. You gotta be able to do the tongue thing if you want to be Doctor So I've been watching some decent movies so far, and some shitty ones. Like, one I've heard of for a while, because I follow all these horror sites, was The Town That Dreaded Sundown. It's just this weird little movie from the se- from the 70s that's supposed to be based on a true story. But from, it's not. From the 40s, about a town who's terrorized by a guy with a bag on his head, <laughs> who just kills people randomly. And then it's like, that's why they dreaded sundown, because they all boarded up their houses and... It was, just, it was kind of bad. Yeah. It, it was just it's just kind of bad. <laughs> Sounds terrible. It really wasn't that good. It was very just kind of forgettable. Hmm. It was just some dude in a bag of his It looked like Jason from Part 2. I think Jason from Part 2 like ripped off the design because that's all it was. It was like a dude in jeans and a button-up with a bag over his head. So, and who knows what was in that bag? No, we you don't know what's in the bag. Ebola. It's <laughs> a bag of Ebola. You bag it, if you will. Did you see? I mean, we're gonna keep coming back to Ebola, so it's gonna yeah. happen. Have you watched Saturday Night Live recently? No. Well, I saw the. Oh uh, I didn't see last week with Sarah Silverman because I do want to watch it because I love her. Oh my god! But I did see the uh, Star Lord one. They made a couple Ebola jokes on Weekend Update, but the worst one they made on the Sarah Silverman episode is. They did a Fault in Our Stars 2. <laughs> oh, no. Where it just shows, you know, Taron Killam as this young guy, and there's Sarah Silverman in, like, the doctor's office, and instantly fall for each other. And then he's like, no, I, I don't care what type of cancer you have. You know, I'm going to – I'll stick by your side. I'll never leave you. And she's like, oh, I don't have cancer. I have Ebola. It's like, oh. <laughs> and then it's just him, like, feeling very uneasy around her. Like, it shows him about to have sex. He puts on a hazmat suit. Like, <laughs> oh my it's god! It's just shit like that. That's funny. Like, they would hold hands. He's putting Purell on all the time. <laughs> it, it's it's so bad. Like, oh man, oh Ebola. Sounds great. We're laughing about it now. 
till we get it. We won't be because that hospital nearby has it. According it's to all, your Facebook friends, it's all fun and games until you start bleeding from the eyes. Vomit. <laughs> just and, like and the dude from Casino Royale. Right. Animal. Then, I, you know what? If we all get a bowl, we'll just have one big poker game. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh, oh, that sounds great. That's terrible. <laughs> it's oh, like, man. are you beginning to perspire, Mister Bond? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I have Ebola. <laughs> oh no, that's not right. <laughs> I would love it. I would, I would absolutely love it if we all had a uh, poker game. A bola poker game. Bola poker. Uh, I, I'd rather the stakes not. would be higher than ever. I'd rather not have a bola poker. A, bo- a bowl of poker. <laughs> And that's the title of the show. <laughs> yeah. Ebola poker. A bowl of poker. <laughs> Ebola's wild. Why does this keep happening? What? Why do we keep coming back to this? Topic? I don't know. I don't know. Because it's it's all over the place. Ugh. It's better than talking about ISIS. I guess so. I guess. There's a bunch of crazies out there. Just give them all Ebola. They just want fresh, re- fresh dish wrecks for their faces. <laughs> a bunch of assholes. <laughs> Anyway, uh, I hope they all get a bowl. <laughs> well, that's all, that'd be two birds with one stone, wouldn't it? We're topical. ISIS gets a bowl. Everyone's happy. <laughs> that's one case of uh, a bowl that no one would be upset it, about. You know what stinks is like, when I first heard ISIS, I didn't take it seriously because that's the name of the spy organization that Archer works for in the show Archer. <laughs> right. And I think when they first got announced... The guys that make Archer posted something online like, look at these guys trying to copy from us and just basically making fun of it. Of course. And then real shit started happening and they posted like, oh, yeah, sorry about that. Sorry. Just kidding. (laughs) Oh, man. This is the most insane topic jump we've ever had, I think. I think you're right. (laughs) We got here. What does this sound like? (laughs) What? I'm curious. Oh, there we go. (laughs) I'm still blind. This will be the soundtrack to our <laughs> bowl, bowl of, of bond. A bowl of poker. <laughs> You're being too perspire, Mr. Bond. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I have Ebola. I, I can't help it. Just don't perspire on the table. Well, don't get your bloody eye on the cards. <laughs> anyway, so on to bigger and better things. Uh, we have some... Get out of this trench of a topic. Yes. Here, let's break the news. that production right mm-hmm. so anyway Sergi News while we were gone we went to RetroCon indeed and I got this little Optimus Prime to show for it that's right this little like kind of what's it vinyl or... I can't find a thing on this There's guy no anywhere name no fingerprints there is no marks Nothing on this on Optimus Prime like toy I bought at RetroCon it looks newer it's 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 from a dreadlocked Hawaiian man <laughs> <laughs> no the guy's not Hawaiian he looks like he's from Camden but he went to Hawaii, supposedly. He went to Ebola. He went to 
He went and got Ebola and then sold me this Optimus Prime that's covered in Ebola. It's it's just this kind of it doesn't have a lot of articulation, just the arms, the so, head, and the and the feet move. So here's the thing. It's just like a vinyl figure. Transformers in like two thousand one put out a line of little PVC versions of their guys like this, and they're like this big. Mm-hmm. People at home listening, right. they're about three inches. <laughs> <laughs> I'm holding up my fingers to the microphone. I'm holding up my fingers yay much. Just yay so much. About, about a pubic hair long, these things. <laughs> anyway, uh, so this thing is about seven inches maybe, right? Give That's or take. she said. <laughs> Giggity. Uh, so seven inches. Uh, and it's like one of the little ones, but it's big. Big. <laughs> and I have no idea where it came from. It's like a giant version of one of the little guys. It's got no marks on it. I don't know if this was like a display model at a store or what, but I love him. He's awesome. He was only ten bucks. It's even the best best part of the store. Ten bucks. Ten bucks. And it was a dreadlock man who sold me that. Dreadlock Hawaiian man. Yep. Probably would have traded it for a nickel bag of wheat. So I bought that and I bought Captain America and the Avengers for Super Nintendo for five dollars. Nice. Yeah. It's a really shitty game. But <laughs> I wanted it for the Clash this year and I didn't have it. Um, the arcade version is about 20,000 times better, okay. and the Super Nintendo version really sucks a big dick. But it was 5 bucks, and I got it. It's actually kind of rare. It actually goes for like 20 bucks. So, really? Yeah. yeah. Why so, shitty games go for much money? Super Nintendo, man. I don't know what it is. Super Nintendo games, it could be the shittiest game. It still goes for at least $15. Every Super Nintendo game is worth like, some loot. I don't know what it is. See, Even Super I, Mario World goes for fifteen. I was bucks. a Genesis guy, so I never, I never had any Super Nintendo stuff. See, my brother had Genesis, and I had Super Nintendo growing up. So, so we had both in the house. And then my brother, probably to buy weed, sold me his Genesis for twenty dollars. Then I bought his Genesis, and I still <laughs> have his Genesis. <laughs> That's a great family story. That's I like right. that story. I like that story too. <laughs> That's a nice story. It's a good one. Oh man. <laughs> uh, so, anyway. I remember uh, being jealous of my friend that had a Super Nintendo, mostly because of the graphics on Diddy Kong, and he had a Power Rangers game I wanted. You know what was great about Super Nintendo was they did that thing where something gets really close to the camera and then gets really mm-hmm. zooms in and then zooms out from the camera. And I always, that always blew my mind when I was, uh, what was it, in third, second grade when that came out? That was like the closest thing we had to 3D. It, it was, was incredible. Like, it was layered. And then, like, you're fighting Bowser in Super Mario World, and that's like his whole thing is just zooming into the camera and then zooming back out, <laughs> and his little clown face propeller thing. It's a very weird boss battle. Anyway, so that's the stuff I bought at RetroCon. What did I sell at RetroCon? Not very much. <laughs> it wasn't the best show this year. I don't know. Surprisingly, yeah, this was the first RetroCon. It was. Not, I mean, the show was good. But the show was great. Sales kind of a dud. Yeah, I don't know what was going on. Um, Sunday was better than Saturday. But it still wasn't great. Like, the first couple years at RetroCon was uh, smaller, and it was only one day, and I actually did better both of those days. So, hey, whatever. Anyway, uh, great show, RetroCon. I recommend anyone go to it. Don't know if I'll be back to sell at it. Hmm. We will see. Don't know. Um, But if you love RetroCon, South Jersey Geek Fest is coming up on October 25th. That is going to be a good time. I will be there again. That's a great show, new up and coming show, local, smaller, and uh, everybody there has great stuff. There isn't anyone there that's like skippable. I don't think. No, all, all, they're all good people there. All the vendors, all the people mm-hmm. that are running it, it's it's all a good time. 
And October 18th, I'm doing an impromptu show at Adventureland for their October-ish show that mm-hmm. they usually do. This year, they're calling it Ninja, which is Nerds in New Jersey Assemble. Okay. It's interesting. I, I, like I mean, it. I get it. It's, uh, that's, it's okay. Yours right. truly put together the flyer. So uh, so that's out there. I will be there October 18th. Very cool. Uh, it's very exciting, which I wasn't sure if I was going to do that because I'm going for a promotion at my other job, mm-hmm. which I would have been away for, but instead that got moved to next month. So I will be at both of those shows. Very now. cool. I'm surprised that the show was happening then because isn't the following week uh, Halloween Comic Fest? I don't know. Okay. Halloween Comic Fest is, uh, is, is that the 25th? Yeah. Okay, so it's the same day as South Jersey Geek Fest anyway. So oh, okay. you know which one I would have picked. Mm. And we'll let you guys be the judge of that. <laughs> <laughs> that laugh was scary. That's gonna that's gonna be our new evil laugh button. I think <laughs> scared me over there. That can replace. Uh, let's see what what other crazy laughs do we have? <laughs> you want to replace that one? No, no nothing. Too many good that. things. We got this one. <laughs> uh, that one. That one's got to stay. Um, oh, this one's good. <laughs> <laughs> That one is really sure. It's really long. It's great. <laughs> That's the sound you make right before you dive. <laughs> and, and then this. <laughs> That's the final sound. See, now we're going to be playing the Predator laugh the whole show. Probably. With with this in the background. Shame we don't have any Predator music, then. <laughs> I do have Predator. But we don't have any stories to go to. There's Ebola, everyone. Yeah. That's pretty terrifying in itself. Yeah, I would say it is. Anyway, so uh, South Jersey Geek Fest, the 25th. Mm-hmm. I will be there. Uh, there's going to be some great people there. They're also going to have another car show going on. Very nice. Uh, so it's great. I mean, it, what's really cool is you see a lot of local people come out to this thing. Like, my friends can come. Mm-hmm. You know, people that aren't really into this thing will actually go just to check it out. Yeah. And there's, like, this whole underground art community that's close to us that you don't but, yeah, see. Yeah, in New Jersey. Yeah. There's a lot. Not just, like, artists like you, but, I mean, next last year you were ne- last next – I can't even talk right. God damn it. Uh, <laughs> you were next to that one girl who was, like, just made jewelry. What was she making? Wasn't it something crazy she was making it out of? Lego. Lego, Lego yeah, jewelry. Lego jewelry. It's yeah. awesome. That's right. She was cool. I liked her. Uh, uh, Jackie English. Oh. She plug. Man. Did you friend her on, uh, on Facebook? No, I went to high school with her. <laughs> oh, you went to high school with her? Yeah. Oh, okay. And she makes Lego jewelry now. She makes Lego jewelry. See, that's the, that's that's the thing awesome. that I like is you find out who likes this stuff. Because you, you don't – you go to Wizard World, you get lost in the shuffle, oh. to be honest. I mean, that's all it is. It's a fucking clusterfuck. <laughs> I'll come back to that. It's just full of Ebola. Uh, so Wizard World's a clusterfuck. Uh, RetroCon this year kind of became one. I it wasn't out. as much of a cluster. No. It was busy. It was organized. It was organized uh, chaos. But I got lost in the shuffle. Of course. You know? Um, so I, I because the boogeyman was there. Probably. Even though my wife high-fived him. Boogeyman was surprisingly personable. Didn't ex- I didn't think he would be as much. He just wanted some worms. <laughs> I know. One of my highlights was... I mean, I took a couple pictures. I didn't post any yet. But one of the highlights was just... I think it was the next booth. Someone left a baby carriage. Because they're looking at something. And he just leaves his booth and just starts taking the baby carriage and just smiles and waves to people as he's, like, creeping away with his baby carriage. The Boogeyman is a wrestler from WWE from, like, 2005 who played the Boogeyman in full makeup. He ate worms. He crawled on the ground and smashed a clock on his head. He had a crazy laugh. He had a crazy laugh. 
And he was at RetroCon. And he came on a loudspeaker with his crazy laugh at one point. Yeah, no one knew scary. what the hell was going on. He took over the loudspeaker. Yeah. He's a... That guy would have been huge in the 80s. Mm-hmm. He would have been feuding with Taker, oh my God. Hogan, Ultimate Warrior. He would have been... He a team with Papa Shango, probably. He would have been like, incredible in the 80s. He was I, just... Wrong, wrong time, I think, yeah, for that guy. Because it's just... People don't like the gimmicks anymore. Yeah. Because even the newer ones... Look at Adam Rose, Fandango. God. They try and do a gimmick character, and it bombs. And they even gave up on Bray Wyatt, it seems like. Mm. Which is another story. Yeah. For another Bullshit. Day. Speaking of giant clusters, though. Yes. This, it'll be afterwards when you post this, but this weekend is New York Comic Con. Yes. I'll be making an appearance there Saturday and Sunday. Not to have a table, not to... Victor will be the there press. signing autographs. Just, oh, yeah. motherfucker! Come find me. I will sign an autograph. Just gotta use the password. Yeah. Oh, motherfucker! That's the password. That's the password. Come up and say that, and I will sign autographs. Gotcha now, bitch! If you can find me, yes. And if you find me, you have to say that, too. Gotcha now, bitch! There's a good chance you won't find me, because New York Comic Con is the cluster of clusters. Oh, motherfuckers! I read, there was an article posted today, I reposted on Facebook, about uh, 150,000 attendees at New York Comic Con, that it's surpassing San Diego now. You've been, you were there the one year, and you saw how bad it was. You can't move on Saturday. It's gotten bigger. You can't even move. Like, Thursday when we went, when it was like press only. That was awesome. It was great. You had the full run of the whole show. And then we went back on Saturday just to, I wanted to go just to see what it was like. Oh. And it, you couldn't move. Every, yeah. Not only you can't move, but everybody's in costumes. So you have shit poking you in the face. Mm-hmm. You have people. Everyone has weapons. And you're weapons. Trying, everything's on a schedule that you're trying to get to different things. And, of course, you can't. Because no. you're going to run late or it runs late or it ends early. It is the cluster of clusters. It I is. am cautious. With what it's I'm a I've, I've learned to just focus on one thing and enjoy it because anything else is bonus because you'll fail if you try to do more than one thing at New York Comic Con. Pretty much. I did somehow win tickets to a robot chicken autographing set, so that'll be cool hmm. to meet Seth Green. And it's I'm, I'm actually kind of – I'm kind of really pissed actually that I'm not going to New York Comic Con this year just because I would stay in Artist Alley all day. Because there's like every artist there's I want to meet is there. Yeah, Eric Larson is a guy who I would literally. No, I wouldn't say literally, but I would. I would. I would probably sell one of my fingers for a Spider-Man sketches. <laughs> I thought you were going to say something else. <laughs> what did you think I was going to say? But anyway, I, Eric Larson is one of my favorite Spider-Man artists of all time. I think he's. Uh, I think he's incredible, and um, he basically took over after McFarlane left because he has a, he back in the day he had a similar style to McFarlane. Mm-hmm. You know, the image style. Yeah. Larson, McFarlane, and Liefeld. All pretty similar. Silvestri. Um, so Larson took it over. And he did, like, Todd started Spider married Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. You know, like, he started the whole, like, okay, we're back from our honeymoon, now what? Like, the, the life of a married Spider-Man. He started it, and then he took over his own book, Spider-Man, you know, right. solo Spider-Man. He took over his own book, writing it and doing the art. But Eric Larson kind of established the look of, you know, what a married Spider-Man is like and the look of the apartment in New York. And he, he t- had his own take on Venom. He incorporated the big tongue in Venom where Todd just did, like, the smiley teeth. Yeah. Venom, which I like both, yeah. you know. Um, but he did, like, all those crazy covers where, like, uh, Spider-Man's in Venom's eyes and oh, like that. Okay. But I, And then Eric Larson... Did the image jump and did Savage Dragon? Okay, so he's the creator of Savage Dragon too. Yeah. So he's he's fantastic. I would love to meet him. I would say 
the the three artists I would love to get a sketch from at this point would be Remitted Junior Spider Man, Eric Larson Spider Man, and um, and Dan Jurgens uh, Cyborg Superman. They're probably the three. I don't think that I would I would go to a show and spend two hundred bucks for a sketch of. of I don't any know of those. if Remitted Junior does uh, sketches. Yeah. And Jurgens last like at the last con, last New York Comic Con, he wasn't doing sketches. No. And the last time I saw, he wasn't doing sketches, but he would like he would donate sketches to Hero Initiative or something mm-hmm. like that. Like that'd be the way to do it. Yeah, and Larson does sketches. Okay, I've seen them on his Facebook page. <laughs> I have seen them. I've seen them, and I would love to get um, a Transformers. What, what uh, about like McFarlane? Well, McFarlane's like impossible, and and his I mean, he's at this con every year. Yeah, I don't know if he does any sketches. No way, never. I doubt it. No. Uh, I, his Spider-Man is is classic. It's amazing, but it's not my Spider-Man. Like uh, my Spider-Man is Remitted Junior Spider-Man. Like when I look at Spider-Man, that's my Spider-Man. And and Larson is like, uh, I think his Spider-Man kind of supersedes McFarlane's. I mean, it's the same run, so it kind of it's like which version of Spider-Man would you get, McFarlane or mm-hmm. Larson? I would I would probably get Larson. I don't know. That's just me. And Dan Jurgens' Cyber Superman is. Oh, I mean, that's such the a first piece. It's the first character that I really connected with. So, anyone from that Return or Reign of Superman, I would have him sketch. But C- Cyborg Superman would be my my number one request. <laughs> and one of my lists was Dan uh, uh, was a uh, Mark Bagley Spider Man. I got right. that at Baltimore. So, even if it's just a head sketch, I I still love it. So, <laughs> it's still one of my favorite things ever. It was only like forty bucks. So, I've never really gotten too many sketches. I mean, I say it every year when I go to a convention. I should get more sketches, but I just never do. The best, the best story with sketches I got were, um, oh crap, I'm, I'm losing his name right now. Oh, Jonah Vasquez. Okay, who you know, did Giant Homicidal Maniac, Invader Zim. Met him at Emerald City Comic Con before, and it was like, I was with the girl I was dating at the time, and we were Invader Zim fans. She got a sketch of Gurr. From Invader Zim, and I thought I'd get something similar. He was not having that because clearly you could tell he was over the commercialization of this character and how much Hot Topic has so much more money <laughs> than he does. So he was just like, uh, "How about Filler Bunny instead?" I'm like, yeah, sure, whatever. So I did get a sketch of like one of his other characters that he threw in his actual comics. Hmm. Um, but just it's it's funny seeing artists and how they react to getting requests. Like you mentioned before about Amanda Connor. Yeah, how she just would, did not want to do uh, any more Power Girl, and you surprised her with a Mary Jane. Yeah, because I've only seen her do DC stuff. Mm-hmm. I've never seen her do Marvel stuff, and I, I was going through a stage where I was trying to get like artists to do Mary Jane only. Right. And Amanda Connor draws like some of the best women in the business, to be honest. And I had her do Mary Jane. This was right after she did like JSA Classified. I think it was called. It was like the big Power Girl resurgence, and everybody bought it. I bought it. <laughs> Everybody loves Power Girl. She's got giant tits. Yes. You know? Then they changed her costume and no one loved her. So they changed it back again and everyone right. loves her again. Of course. So I had him draw I had her draw Mary Jane and she was doing Spider Man and I was like, um, I was like, Wow, that's that's really good Spider Man head and she's like, I don't know how people do this every month with all the webs and all this <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> so so it was cool like hearing that and and that was before she got really big too. Now I don't know how much a sketch from her would cost, but she was ridiculously nice and uh and her and Jimmy Palmiotti are both really nice, and they're they're married. They're at every show together. Yeah, and they're married, so it's, it's that's yeah, really cool. It's nice. And they both do comics together all the time. Artist Alley is one of the the hidden treasures of New York Comic Con. 
Because I would it, seriously spend the and, whole day there. But the year you went, it was kind of a cluster also. But mm-hmm. now, for better or worse, there's a separate section of the convention hall that is its own separate hallway to get to that's set aside just for. It was like uh, that when I went. Oh, it was? Yeah, okay. it had its own room. Yeah. Uh, and that's where I got my Francis Manipal, um That's not up there. Francis Manipal of Wolverine. Wolverine sketch. Yeah. yeah. Where if you could go on YouTube, you can actually see the interview that we did with him mm-hmm. during New York Comic Con while he was doing the sketch. So that was cool. Uh, I also got to meet Jeff Loeb, which was very cool. I know. That was exciting. Yep. It was great. <laughs> bon voyage, <laughs> motherfucker. Best New York Comic Con I went to, I met uh, Mike Mignola. He was pretty cool. Yeah. It, yeah, like, um, was it my friend Chris met him at uh, Baltimore? He was super nice. I yeah, mean, he loved the him. Dude in front yeah. of me brought like two hundred comics to get signed. Like, yeah. Every Hellboy and BPRD. And Why did they do that? Because I don't know. I hate that shit. I mean, if they're, I get it being a collector, but you don't want. Why would you get every issue? Maybe a key issue here and there, uh-huh. or something that they don't means think about you. the guy. You know? No. But the thing is, he comic didn't courtesy. complain. He he signed every one of them. He was cool. He didn't care. Yeah. When I asked him for a sketch, though, he said he wasn't doing that. Yeah, I'm like all right, you could sign two hundred books, but I just want you to draw a square with horns and call it Hellboy. Draw <laughs> <laughs> square with horns. And I know Brian Lee O'Malley. Last time I was at New York Comic Con, was doing. Originally, he was doing sketches in people's like Scott Pilgrim books, but then they told him to move the line along. By the time I get to him, he couldn't. I do have a goal though. If I ever get a chance to meet Brian Lee O'Malley again, I want a sketch from him, mm-hmm. but I want him to do a sketch of the girl with hair like this. <laughs> it's it's the quick thing. It's in the book and in the movie. Mm-hmm. It's just a circle with scribbly lines at the top. And he's like, "Have you seen the girl with hair like this?" Oh, that's Ramona Flowers. Yeah, like it's just a stupid inside joke. But I wanted to sketch that. It is like, really. That's funny. what I would want to have. And it would take him all of three seconds. <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm really jealous of all the people that are going there. But here's the thing: is most of the people that are going there, mm-hmm. they're not even going to go into Artist Alley. No, they're not. And I, I would just spend my whole day there. I mean, that what's kind of cool is that. Some of the big publishers are making it so you kind of have to go to Artist Alley. Yeah. I mean, I know Image is having people sign at their booth, but I think DC, they have a special Artist Alley booth that's not with their regular DC stuff. Because I remember reading Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo's schedule, and they mentioned something like, go to booth EE01, it's in the back of Artist Alley. So I think it's a special DC Comics artist booth. Mm. So it's going to bring people over there. And it's surprising of, the names that show up just in Artist Alley just kind of hanging out. Like, I've heard Mike McDonald was hard to get to before, and he was just kind of hanging out, no line, just cool guy. Hmm. Yeah, I would I would probably just bring, like, a blank sketchbook and just buy sketches all day. Mm-hmm. Or, like, a blank pad of Bristol, because I would frame all that shit. <laughs> I, like, that's my goal is to have, like, those Spider-Man artists do, like, Spider-Man. Right. Like, that seems, like, so cliche because they are known for Spider-Man, yeah, but, but that's what I know. That's your yeah. favorite character, so you know yeah. these artists from. And but, you makes know, sense. Whatever. But I would get Dan Jurgens to do Cyborg Superman. I don't think he does that. Hell or high water, you'll find a way. Definitely. I bugged him on Twitter a while ago. Uh, maybe I'll start going back to that. <laughs> hey. Hey, buddy. Hey, dude. How do I get a sketch? Hey, Ben. Hey, bro. Not your friend, guy. Hey, bro. I promise I don't have Ebola. <laughs> oh. So, uh, New York Comic Con, you are going. Yes, I will be going. I will be complaining about it the entire time. You have to let me know if Eric Larson is doing sketches. I'll keep an eye out. Yeah. If I make it to Artist Alley. (laughs) I'll be one of those people. That's not nice. (laughs) I'm going to go, but I'm not going in there. You shouldn't die! (laughs) (laughs) Whoa there. I didn't say that. (laughs) I'm not that bad. No. Not yet. Yet? Yeah. Not yet. 
not one of the newest people. So do you want to get some end of the world news? Of course. All right. Besides Ebola? Man, that goes without saying. (laughs) What the hell? This is end of the world news. Not the beast! We got a bunch of Florida news. Of course we do. Why would we have Florida news? <laughs> they should play that when you cross the border into Florida. <laughs> With the Predator music. So there's a 26-year-old Florida man. Looks like a nice guy, right? He's got a little neck beard yeah. going there. A little, he's looking uh, up to Jesus. He's got a, what's that, the Misfits haircut? That, uh, that sickle, what do they call that? The haircut? I forget what they call I it. I don't know. That Devil is. Lock. That's what they yeah, call it. He's, he's an ex-member of the Misfits. Yes. A uh, 26-year-old Florida man was arrested Wednesday after allegedly punching an 80-year-old man <laughs> who told him to stop cursing and making lewd remarks at an Applebee's restaurant. Stop it! Mickey Sawyer was charged with battery on a person over the age of 65. Oh they have God. that in, in Florida. Cause I, I mean, that's, that's everybody. crime. Everybody's over 65. Apparently, he was cursing and talking about a woman's body parts when the man... Identified as Harry Sander, which is a funny name. <laughs> Harry Sander. Harry Sander. Leaned in close to him and said, In my Germany, you don't speak in such a manner. Okay. The hell? <laughs> <laughs> He's a Nazi. That's frightening. <laughs> was his response. <laughs> uh, according to a police report, Sawyer made a snide response. I don't care where you're from, whether it be Russia or Dutch. <laughs> man, we got an international incident going on here. The perp then told the elderly man, go to the other side of the bar. The man said, no. Sawyer then punched him in the face and pushed him, knocking him to the ground. Man, he punched an 80-year-old man in the face. The cops were then called. Sawyer tried to leave in his black Ford pickup truck, but he was stopped before he got away. Sawyer said he pushed the man, but the man punched him. <laughs> Witnesses cited the man's account, and he was booked. <laughs> See, that chivalry is not dead. <laughs> Back in Soviet Russia. <laughs> Although, it, I don't know if it's the scar or the lighting. It does look like he has a cancer ribbon on the side of his face there. Right. Oh, yeah. Check that That's out. weird. So either he's charitable or he's... Or, or he's splotchy. <laughs> One or the other. In Nazi Germany, Applebee's hits you. Oh, my God. I don't know. That, that, that button. Anyway, next. Moving on. Maybe. Site's not going to load. I have a backup. Okay. A man called the police. Called actually 911. Mm -hmm. Because flies are in his kitchen. I hate when that happens. So do I. I didn't know 911 was how you got rid of them, though. When Norm Clausen found some really big flies in his his Pensacola, Florida home, he did what probably no one else would do. He called 911. According to the TLC series Outrageous 911, which is a new show, the man called the police because flies invaded his home. Let me see. We actually, I think we actually have a clip here. Yeah, let's see what we got here. This should be an interesting show. This will probably be a freaking ad beforehand. Of course, and it'll probably take 20 minutes to load because everything's dying, apparently. I think your computer has Ebola. I think it does. Oh, no, Flash. The computer's starting to bleed from the, from the CD-ROM drive. <laughs> it's the drive B. Come on, asshole. Look at them. Time thieves. There's a baby it's ad. It's a tiny little... Ad. Why is there an ad for babies? 
Why are you selling me babies, TLC? Get your get out of his fingers and toes. Why is it baby ads? They're always playing with their fingers and toes, and there's always baby asses too in these it's commercials. What babies do, I guess. There's like a shit all over his face. <laughs> He's playing with his belly button. At least there's no asses in this commercial. <laughs> oh, it's not over yet. That's true. This is a Target Wait, commercial. Interesting store pickup as they're carrying a baby outside of the store. You can buy babies at they Target. They were totally now. selling babies if you weren't if this out of context. At least you can't buy baby asses. All right, here we go. On February 20th, 2012, in Pensacola, Florida, Norm Clausen prepares an early morning breakfast like nice before guy. heading out to work. The music helps. Let's make a bacon. Left unattended, the frying bacon starts to fill the kitchen with smoke. <laughs> in moments, the kitchen smoke detector is activated. This is a dramatic recreation. <laughs> yeah, it's great. On the video right now, that we're He kind of looks like Bill Murray. <laughs> Like modern-day Bill Murray in his golf outfit. It's more like Colin Mockery from Whose Line Is It Anyway? It's like a cross. That's an ugly-ass sink. <laughs> just throwing that out there. It's probably not real. Once he deactivates the smoke alarm... <laughs> <laughs> With a broom handle. That is telling. Norm opens the door in an effort to air out the house. Ugh. Oh, no. So much smoke. Ugh. You had one but job, Norm. Bacon. Turn the fucking oven off, asshole. It's still on. From his kitchen lures inside an uninvited guest. A coyote. Norm calls 911. <laughs> this is the actual call. That voice does not look like it's coming out of that man. Oh, man. <laughs> Okay, you said you opened your door in a fly fluid? Uh, yeah, I'm talking big flies. Okay. I don't know if there's been any other reports or anything. Flies? Flies, yeah, they're big flies. On this is the first I'm hearing of it, sir. A lot of people have different that he believes he has a problem for the police and he does not we don't come in and watch your flies we're not calling the SWAT team for this guy <laughs> I like this guy's acting ability because there are no flies in this room he's just swatting the air no I'm just asking you if there's been other cases not that I know of not that I'm aware of Wow. Well, I'm going to have to watch that show. <laughs> yeah. That looks like incredible acting with stories that we talk about on here all the time. It reminds me of that other show. What was it on TLC where it was uh, My Strange Addiction or whatever? Uh-huh. And we played the clips of the guy fucking his car. <laughs> TLC, the learning channel. Yep. What the hell? Next, a mom burglarized cars at school claims she's looking for ISIS. <laughs> oh, man. She's got tattoos Everywhere You done messed up, ISIS. Apparently there's growing concern that the Islamist state of Iraq and Syria could attack the United States from within. Cops just don't believe the terrorists will start by hiding in cars on Mississippi school property. That didn't stop Lisa Carroll Roche from using ISIS as an alibi. She's accused of burglarizing cars in the parking lot of her children's school and then telling officers she was looking for ISIS terrorists. She was allegedly caught stealing sunglasses and other items from cars. 
She remained in Jackson County Adult Detention Center Friday. She's been charged previously with careless driving, felony fraud, and felony embezzlement. She faces up to five years in prison and a $10,000 fine if convicted of burglary. How, how is she... How, how does that help against ISIS, though? She's trying Stealing to steal sunglasses. sunglasses from, from her, That's got to be the most embarrassing thing ever if that's your mom. If she was robbing... I mean, look at her face already. It's already pretty fucking embarrassing. But, uh... ISIS, I'd be avoiding at all costs. It's, it's ridiculous. Like, if my mom was robbing cars at my school's parking lot? Yeah, I mean, what's it say about the kid? That's what I'd be afraid of. You're like... a piece of shit. <laughs> Next! I think this is the last one for the day. A masked man stole sex toys from a lingerie store. Okay. A uh, masked man broke into a lingerie store early Sunday and took $315 worth of sex toys. Surveillance camera footage shows the man crawling into a hole he made in the back wall of Wild Things what? Lingerie just before 1.45 a.m. He was wearing all black, including a black mask covering his face. So he was a ninja. The ninja broke in and stole $315 worth of sex toys. He's probably going to make, like, dildo nunchucks or something. Oh, I think those are an actual thing, aren't probably. they? Probably. The items are worth about $315, and the damage to the wall was estimated at $300. He's yet to be found. He's on the loose with his ninja dildo nunchucks. He is. If you've seen a ninja walking around with dildo nunchucks, you can call... Avoid at all costs. 732-9111. And that's also in Florida. <laughs> so there's sex toy ninjas in Florida now, too. Of course there is. Why wouldn't there They're be? They're probably going to go beat up an 80 year old. If they're going to be anywhere, it should be in Florida. Unless it is the 80 year old trying to get defense against other rotten kids trying to beat Back up. in Germany, the ninjas. I don't know. We do not shove dildo in anus. <laughs> we shove dildo in your face. Oh my god. Ass like a 10 year old boy. <laughs> Why? I don't know. Uh, New, York, <laughs> New York Comic Con just had some. <laughs> Transitions. Who's getting more pussy? <laughs> Sometimes this thing has a mind of its own. <laughs> that You're start- a Comic-Con! <laughs> that would startled you, I think, the uh, Bill Paxton. Especially because I've been watching Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. lately, <laughs> and I don't recall that scene yet. No? I'm, I'm not finished it, but I'm, I don't know when that's going to happen. Oh, uh, we, we... This oh, is the only oh, one Agent I have. Agent May! It's like a ten-year-old boy! <laughs> she got off. Great ass! I, I guess I got rid of the other Bill Paxton one, where he talks about titties making you want to beg for buttermilk. <laughs> Pair of titties. Uh, where is the breaking news button? Where are you? We don't... Well, it's the Bill Paxton button now. It's just... Wait, it's... There it is. <laughs> From New York Comic Con. Like a ten-year-old boy. <laughs> uh, Marvel announced at your Comic Con. Uh, Bill Paxton will be just talking about asses for the remainder of this Agents of Shield season two. Yes, that they are doing another Secret Wars. Okay, I don't know much about Secret Wars other than they were the toys that were all over the place and a comic book that not a lot of people seem to like. Apparently, it was okay. It was. Um, and it's what introduced Black Suit Spidey, right? I believe. Okay. It was all the biggest heroes from all the books getting together to fight it for the common good and the villains. Greater as well. good. Uh, so, it'll be Jonathan Hickman writing and Isad Ribich. I'm not familiar with either of the work. Hickman sounds familiar, but I don't know what he's done, and I have no idea who Isad is. Apparently, it's going to be the biggest thing Marvel's ever done, which is That's what they, they say, say every, every year. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying about Axis right now. An image accompanying the article which was 
done by Alex Ross. Depicted multiple versions of Marvel's top heroes fighting each other, which kind of makes me under the impression that this could be like a Marvel. This is a DC crisis. A Marvel multiverse crisis kind of thing. But look, there's Earth Two Daredevil, Earth Two. I mean, because they're doing the whole like Spider Verse thing now. Maybe that's going to transition into. Look, there's female Thor. Huh. And there's classic Cap. Yep. There's all kinds of heroes that you haven't seen in Classic forever. Iron Man. New Falcon. I don't know what Iron Man that is. but That's he's supposed to be the new, Classic like, superior Iron, Iron, Iron Man. Is it? Okay, yeah. he's fighting Classic Iron Man. Giants, Nova in the background. Mm-hmm. Thor. Yeah, old school Thor, too. Not even, like, Ultimate or anything. Yeah. Interesting. Biggest thing that ever happened to Marvel Comics. There's a blonde Hulk back there. What? The hell? Mm-hmm. Weird. Who's this Captain America with the hologram shield? I don't know. It's bizarre. And there's a, some reason that's a Matt Murdock from whatchamacallit? Uh, what's the the old time one that they did? 1602? Yeah. Uh-huh. Wow. So I think they're going to be doing like some sort of this, it, does, it seems, and even the image crisis. of the giant, the earth looking like it's all cracked up, looks like a DC multiverse crisis. Oh, up there too. the hell's that? I don't know. It's like a clown. It's a cl- it is a clown phase. Uh-huh. There's a war machine back Why the hell is there a clown face? I don't know. Who the hell in Marvel has a clown face? Why is the Joker in Marvel? I don't know. It's weird, though. Interesting. It looks a lot like a crisis image, and it sounds like it's going to be something crisis-related. Mm-hmm. Hyperion's even on it. But it sounds like they're doing this just to get the jump on DC. Because DC's been kind of hinting that... After the new Fifty Two, all their old shit is still in continuity, mm-hmm. and and they're going to bring out it back. there somewhere, and they're going to merge it. Mm-hmm. So they're both going to be building towards some sort of crisis. It looks like interesting. I don't know. I always liked Marvel because they don't do shit like that, right? I mean, every now that they will with like a, they had, um, you know, Civil War, Avengers mm-hmm. versus X Men. Well, no, I, big mean, I mean like. Uh, Universes. I, know, hate, I, hate, I universes. hate the DC multiverse. I don't understand. People it. People love it. I don't get it. People who like who love like it love it. And I've read tons of multiverse I just, stuff. I don't I just understand. I can't get into it. I don't understand Earth Two. I don't understand any of it. Like it just doesn't make sense to me at all. I'd be curious to read the new Grant Morrison series, the multiversity, because each issue is its own standalone thing, but. It's, I guess it's just reinterpretations of a character. I don't know. I guess. It just uh, doesn't make sense to me. And I've read tons of DC and I've read the multiverse stuff, but it's just uh, it doesn't do anything for me. And I wonder if that's what they're going to try and do with like their whole TV and movie thing, if they're going to count as different universes almost. I don't know. Yeah, that's just weird. It's, it's very strange. <laughs> so, also New Secret Wars, which is essentially you know, Crisis, crisis on Infinite something. Marvels. Yeah, 616 Crisis. <laughs> It sounds like a hotline. <laughs> Call 616 Crisis. If you have a bowl. And get your wiener ready. My penis in her. <laughs> if you have a bowler. <laughs> you get nothing! You lose! Good day, sir! And then they hang up the phone. Also. We're is this out of Comic Con as well? This is not out of Comic Con. Oh. However. As we found out on Tuesday night, the Royal Rumble is coming to Philadelphia. That is correct. Which I wanted to Philadelphia. 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 Get WWE Superstars live this January at the Royal Rumble. Yes! 
to your favorites, John Cena, the Demon Kane, <laughs> Dean Ambrose, Corporate and Kane. many more. At the Royal Rumble pay-per-view. Tickets starting at $20. Yes! So, anyway. What's the deal with Arby Kelling? Yes. Like, I got caught in your text message loop, and I hated it. So I deleted most of it. What? You told me to put you in the loop. Yeah, I meant the figurative loop, not the literal text message loop, because I don't have text message looping things. I just get a thousand messages from people I don't know. And it's all different messages replying to each other. It's not one giant thread. Well, this guy. So, heard you got a fat cock. It's supposed to go tomorrow to get tickets. So, it's not going to happen. So. What do you mean? I don't know. Well, we went. We went online for pre-sale tickets. Right. Pre-sale tickets uh, had we can only get up to eight. Uh-huh. Apparently, there's ten of us that are going. Okay. You can only get up to eight, and the eight together were shitty, okay. like up top. Gotcha. So the lady said there's going to be way more tickets Friday morning, starting at ten. Right. So he's actually going to go to the box office like we did for Money in the Bank, okay. and gotcha. try to get ten together. Nice. And he's going to be able to do that uh, Friday morning. Yeah, he doesn't work. So oh, that's right. Yeah. Well, because I know they were selling tickets at the box office immediately after mm-hmm. SmackDown. Yeah. And that's where a lot of people got tickets. Yeah. So. Heard you got a fat cock. <laughs> so funny to say that to the uh, the lady that's selling them the tickets. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, that'll go over well. <laughs> so, uh. It might be best if we have 10 going to get it across two rows. I mean, yeah, well, the giant yeah. row of 10 kind of. That's sucks. the plan, is to do Unless 10. we can get, like, a box, that'd be bad. We, I, I looked into all that stuff, and it's not happening. No. Because. They're not doing group discounted tickets this year. They are offering a club box. Club box includes three hours of beer, wine, soda, and food. Okay. And parking. Uh huh. $175 a person. Doesn't. I mean, but I'd make myself eat $70 worth of food. Yeah, I would too, but I'm not spending $200. I don't want but to. But it's a once in a lifetime opportunity. The Royal Rumble. I think it's last been, time I came to twice. Philly. <laughs> last time I came to Philly, Chris Benoit won. Caress and touch your genitals. So anyway, we're going to try to get tickets to the Royal Rumble. All right, I, like I said, I want to go. I'm in. It should be a good time. We'll all wear our Halloween costumes. That's the plan. Speaking <laughs> of Halloween costumes, I got to show you this shit that I didn't even know existed until the other day. Hold up. What's Did this? you see this? That Party City is selling. Oh, the bodysuit. Yeah. Yes. They have they have WWE bodysuits now. <clears throat> this is ridiculous. They have CM Punk, Randy Orton, and John Cena. That's crazy. It looks real. It does. I love it. I sh- I mean I wish I would. I did the costume like last year. Mm-hmm. I sh- wish I this was out last year. I would have just bought this and walked around looking almost naked. It's it's the best one out of the three. Mm-hmm. Oh, this one has the little little shitty oh, belt. Orton. Is that a skull? He's got skulls all over his arms. Skull. Yeah, skulls everywhere. There's a skull. Yep, fossil school. Yeah, it has that shitty belt on it, and the Cena one is basically jorts, pretty much. It, yeah. Like I don't know why they're even selling it. The, the punk one looks ridiculous. It's it has really all cool. the tattoos perfectly. And you, if you wear that, what, they can't take it off you. No, it's great. I would wear that there. You, you know, <laughs> they, you know they would. You know they'd find a way to take it off. No way. I would wear it there. They, they, they'd offer they you a T-shirt or something. Like they, I would, I would wear a CM Punk T-shirt over it. They give you a free <laughs> shirt to wear. There's no way they'd let you in like that. No, they have to. He's like the black sheep of WWE now. There's no chance in hell. Nope, I'd wear it if I should, get it. I'm wearing. We all it. buy it. Like we have raw punks. Twenty bucks, dude. We'll they, all be like the Legion of Punks. I would totally wear it. <laughs> I would wear it there. I might wear my costume there. I Speaking of which, guess what I have coming in the mail from eBay? <laughs> That's right. I have a million dollars. Virgil. Oh, oh no, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't order Virgil. He has a bola. <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't trust them flying here. Oh, it's only 20 bucks. That's true, yeah. So you order the million dollar belt. I gotta buy him food. <laughs> you order a million dollar belt. Yes. Toy belt or real belt? It's a toy belt. Okay. So you didn't want to spend $500 No, on I didn't want to spend $500 How on much it. was the toy belt? If you it was 30, 35 bucks. Eh. I'll take it. Yeah. Bit much, but apparently it's rare, so. It is very rare. Uh, it doesn't have Velcro on it, though. I don't know what happened to the Velcro on this belt, but it doesn't have it. Usually they come with Velcro pieces that you attach to. Uh, that's probably why. Mm-hmm. They're missing. They're just like sticky tack things. So you could probably go to any hardware store. Just buy store. it. Yeah, yeah that's. Exactly. I have sticky tack Velcro in the arcade cabinet. That's what's holding the speakers together. Mm-hmm. And that works. It's not like it's going to fit around my waist anyway. It's not like he ever really wore it around his waist much. He held it. He all held the time. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so now I have to just make my suit and I'm good to go. I still haven't decided what I'm doing yet. Man. I know. I'm going to be a last minute surprise entrant for the rumble. Shit. <laughs> Nobody likes those. <laughs> I just hope no one else does the same costume. See, that's what you got to worry about. But but no one else has claimed anything on the site. So we pop a Shango. <laughs> That'd be awesome. That would be awesome. Nah, that's an easy one. You just gotta get like a trash bag and a top hat and put a skull on your face. <laughs> 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 we have no Ultimate Warrior either. Nah, at least I don't think so. I don't know who's gonna show up. Do to we this know thing. who's being who? Yeah, I think we have a Hogan. We have a uh, we have a Hogan. We have a Bret Hart. We have a Bret Hart. We have a Sergeant Slaughter. We have IRS. Ted we have IRS. Ted DiBiase. Um. We have <sighs> Stone Cold. We might have a Stone Cold. I think Pat's son might be John Cena. Maybe. Not sure yet. Um, who else do we have? We might have a Big Show. I think Root might be. I was going to say like Root has to yeah. be a giant. Uh huh. Um, yeah, but people are still still getting their ideas together. I guess. It's going to be epic. It is. The Money Inc. picture is going to be the best. I can't wait. (laughs) I can't wait for that picture. And I'm going to have my belt. I'm going to have a crazy laugh. And he's going to have a suitcase. I'm torn between two real ideas and one that is so over-the-top ridiculous that I would win. But I I don't... I you were talking about Shawn Michaels, right? Yeah, that's one of the ideas I had. Um, I have another one I'm thinking about. And like I said, I have a third idea that's just... You could be Brutus Beefcake and cut the ass cheeks out of your pants and just have hedge clippers. <laughs> Billy God just moon everyone. Like, yeah, there you no go. Mercy. Ass man. You could do the Val Venus dance. Like I did at my friend's wedding over the weekend. Sean was doing that at Six Flags and we all went also. Yeah. People were... Maddie was not amused. Yeah, I'll, I'll show you a video. <laughs> what? I'll show you the video from the wedding. So apparently I was at a wedding over the weekend and I'm just going to show Victor this. I really don't care. But they played Turnout for What and me and everybody did the Val Venus taunt from <laughs> – I think it, was it No Mercy or was it WrestleMania 2000? Uh, I, don't know. I think it was No Mercy. I think it was No Mercy. But the Val Venus taunt from No Mercy, which uh, you can see. We, uh, so. Right, but I'm playing it. You can hear Turnout for What. Everybody enjoys that song. Yeah, of course. That's that's Rob. It's a classic. I see Rob. I know no, I'm wearing a vest. So if you see the guy in the vest, and that's Sean over here, and that's gotcha. IRS right there. Yeah. <laughs> Rob's grabbing his tits and dancing around. Sean starts. Sean starts it, and then Jeff starts grabbing Rob. And then here I am, and there's the Valvinus talk, and then Sean's doing the Valvinus, and then the IRS is doing the Valvinus. Rob's Valvinus. <laughs> wow. That was pretty epic. 
You should send that to Valvinas. I'm I sure should. he'd appreciate it. I'm sure he would. Although I don't remember him ever doing that. No, I've ever. never seen him do it in the ring. But it's a- Not a single damn time ever in the ring doing that taunt. But hey, it's in the video game, so. It's my favorite taunt in that game. My more favorite. Than, more than Billy Gunn? My favorite was, we were playing during the Clash for the Canines, and as soon as he got in the ring, everybody started doing it. And then Billy Gunn's on the ramp mooning everybody because he got eliminated. My favorite is when... But you were Billy Gunn, and yeah. I was Stone Cold. And I slid into the ring, and Fuji <laughs> was Stone Cold. As soon as I got in the ring, I just pulled my pants down. Oh, that's such a great game. It's quite Clearly, nice. that's going to have to be played. We're going to have to bring the N64 over to uh, over to the party so we can all play that. Yeah, definitely. Well, here we go. All right. Suggestion time. All right, all right. Do you have any suggestions this week? Sure. Why all right, all right, all right. I have a couple, since it is October, and I talked about horror movies in the beginning of this. Mm-hmm. There are co- two horror movie suggestions I want to bring up. I haven't watched them this month yet, so I didn't talk about them earlier. But there are two that I've seen recently that were surprisingly really good. One was, I don't know if I've talked about it on the show before, The Curse of Chucky. Hmm. It's the newest Chucky Child's Play movie. It's straight to video, but it's written by and directed by uh, the guy that did the original one. I forget his name, Mancini or something. Um, but Henry Mancini. Yeah. No, I don't know. I think it is. No, that's someone else. Okay. But <laughs> it's uh, the same guy who did that, and it's surprisingly good. It, it's almost like a reboot, and but it could also follow all the other movies that have happened. Henry Mancini. There yep. you go. Yeah. <laughs> he composed uh, Pink Panther theme. There it is. That's him. Yep. <laughs> And the Peter Gunn theme. At first, the movie is a bit off-putting because Chucky looks different. Like, the face looks chunkier. Um, Chunky Chucky? Chunky Chucky. It, he doesn't have the scars all over his face or anything. Tom Holland? Don Mancini. Don Mancini. Don. Don. <laughs> but, and it's interesting. It follows the events of the first movie. And it gives a little bit of extra to the backstory that wasn't there originally. And it was surprisingly scary. It had some moments that were actually creepy that I haven't seen in a Child's Play movie in a while. Like, Seed of Chucky was garbage. It, it was it was a terrible, shitty movie. Uh, Bride of Chucky's fun. It was decent. The first, one, two, and three were pretty good. Two always scared me as a kid. Yeah. I think it was that scene where they make him and it's like the blood and the plastic mixing together. It was and just, it was like head pop or something, something like that. Something like that. It's yeah. weird. But too freaked me out as a kid. But Curse of Chucky was really good. It's worth checking out. Some people might be turned off because he looks a little bit different. Or there's some scenes where it looks like it's kind of CGI, not the puppet. And it's mostly done for financial reasons. But there is a big reason for his change in his look. But that I'm not going to give out here. You kind of have to see the movie to get it. Mm-hmm. And it stars uh, Brad Dorf is the voice of Chucky. He's been forever. But his daughter, Fiona Dorf, is the star of the movie. And she's actually really good at it. Really? So, Curse of Chucky, it was direct-to-video, but it's probably the best of the sequels. Definitely worth checking out. Hmm. So that would be my first recommendation when it comes to horror movies and the show. The other one is one that I had no interest in. I thought it was going to be shit, because it said WWE Films in front of it. Uh Uh-oh. But, Oculus... It's a newer one that just came out earlier this year. It has the uh, the red-haired chick from Doctor Who, who was in the blue bald chick in Guardians of the Galaxy. God, I don't know her name. Whatever. Oh, um, some de- I don't know. Um, I know what you mean. Doctor Who people are obsessed with her. Mm-hmm. She has red hair and she's pretty. She's really pretty. Yeah. yeah. 
And I really liked her in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, mm-hmm. too. But it's, it, she's one in this. And it's just... It's a haunted house movie, which I've seen a thousand times. Everything from Abneyville to Paranormal Activity. There's always haunted house movies. Most of them are kind of stupid. This one changes that up because it's like she purposely goes into this house knowing it's haunted and is out to find evidence. And it's the whole time is the house... You're not sure if the house is messing with her and it's actually haunted or if she's mental, which hmm. could be a thing also. And it's interesting. It shows what's happening now and then it shows a flashback to this kind of traumatic event that happened in the house that she keeps thinking about and going back to and the reason why she's in this house to begin with. And it has a lot of really creepy moments and a lot of stuff you don't expect and it messes with your head. So Oculus, I didn't think I was going to like I'm like, all right, I don't know these actors. It's produced by WWE. It's a random jump scare haunted house movie, but it had really creepy moments, and I really recommend it. It there hasn't been a good haunted house movie in a while. The best is Poltergeist, hmm. but this I think it's, it's up there. It's a really good haunted house movie, and it's a pretty good one to watch late at night uh, in October around Halloween. Not very bloody. It's a lot more tension and like creepy stuff happening. Definitely check it out. So Curse of Chucky. And Oculus, two horror movie recommendations for this week of this Informers podcast. Very exciting. Yes. I'm looking at the Child's Play Wikipedia for the whole film series. Mm-hmm. They got the original kid to play, to come back in Curse there's, of There's one quick scene with him. And they there's, kill him. There's an after credit scene involving him. So he's Andy? Yeah, he yeah. appears in the post credits. He probably dies. But Andy! Friends till the end! <laughs> this what? is the end! Oh. Smash. Oh, so they kill Andy. <laughs> I'm not saying that. <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> no, I'm not. Let's see. I'm going to find out. No, don't do it. It's a trap. No. You ruined oh, it. Oh, very cool. I see? Like <laughs> you ruined <laughs> it. Okay. I'm cool with that. <laughs> but yeah, like, there's a lot of throwbacks to the, the, the whole series with Curse of Chucky, and it's really good. So it was really good? Don't read the plot on Wikipedia. You'll wrote it for yourself. I'm not. I'm reading the reception. Good. Not positive reviews. 80% on Rotten Tomatoes. It's a really good movie. What the fuck? It's the best in the franchise. I'm telling you. Like, Child's Play is not known for being good movies, yeah. but this is a really good horror movie. Is it, it is my favorite one. Is it on Netflix? I don't think it is. I'm did not you, sure. Did you buy it? Yeah, I would. <laughs> no, I, I said, did you buy oh, it? Not yet. I would. I think it's on sale for like 10 bucks now. I might go pick it up later this week. Depending how much New York Comic Con drains me. Drains me. <laughs> Sucks the life out of you. Who's getting more pussy? Anyway, my Not recommendation... New York Comic Con. Nope. My recommendation is the newest Super Smash Brothers for 3DS. Ah. I was going to hype it up, but we were actually playing it before That's right. the show started. Uh, it's awesome. I just got it. It came out on Thursday? No, Friday. It came out Friday, and I've been playing it... Pretty much every day since then. Uh, I brought it to the wedding where I did the <laughs> Val Venus dance. <laughs> uh, so before the wedding, we were actually playing it uh, a bunch in the limo and all that stuff. Um, <clears throat> everybody seems to really like it. The controls are actually really simple now. I think it's way easier to play this one than it is the ones for the controller. Um, it's only four buttons. So, I mean, you can pretty much pull off the moves just by... Doing direction button, direction button. Yeah, I, I was getting. I played it a little bit uh, before the show. I don't have a 3DS. Mm-hmm. I haven't played any 3DS games ever or DS games ever. So this is my first time even like using one of these, and it's a little cumbersome to me because I guess I'm just not used to holding a 3DS or just the console itself. Mm-hmm. I cu- and it's also Smash Brothers. Whenever I think of Smash Brothers, I think to the GameCube controller. 
Yeah, that's Which, that's where my mind goes because that was the easiest way for me to play. Even on the Wii, I never played with the Wii mode or anything. It was always with the uh, the GameCube controller, and that's that's why they're putting out a GameCube controller for the Wii U with right. Smash Brothers. Did you hear about that? Mm-hmm. It's like a Smash Brothers controller. But it's, it's people a only know how to play this game with the GameCube controller. Uh huh. It's gotta be hard to play that with like the tablet. Yeah, I would assume. I don't know. Yeah, there's tons of awesome characters in this. I never yeah. thought I'd Little Max great. Mega Man's awesome. He's got all kinds of special powers. Like cra- It's Mega Man 2 Mega Man. So mm-hmm. all of his powers are from Mega Man 2, which is my favorite Mega Man. So <laughs> works out great. He's got Metal Man's powers. He's got those like metal discs. And all the sound effects are all the sound effects from wow. when he would use those powers in the NES game. Now, when you play his board, is it the music also from the board? Yeah. From the game? Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's got the – I think it's got a, a remix. Actually, here. We'll, we'll talk about it because I can actually pull up all the music in it too. Okay. Uh, Sonic's really cool in it too. His level is actually the Green Hill Zone. Yeah, I played a little bit of the Sonic level before this show. I played as Pac-Man. Yeah. And it's weird because you see him, he's like the cartoon mascot Pac-Man. But all of his moves, for the most part, he turns into like classic, I'm a yellow semicircle Pac-Man. Mm-hmm. And he bites. And he bites. <laughs> That's his main move and he, he's awesome with it. And his big smash move, he's, he turns into a giant biting Pac-Man. He also shoots ghosts out at people too. Yeah, he shoots ghosts. He throws cherries and strawberries at people. <laughs> I think the pretzel's in there too. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Little Mac's really cool. There's Everyone has like... A bunch of outfits. So, like, Little Mac has, like, the green grid Little Mac from the arcade. A bunch of outfits for him. It's got the uh, jogging pink hoodie. I'll tell you what, when I first heard about Super Smash Brothers, I had one hope. I was really praying they found a way to bring in Wreck-It Ralph. That's all I wanted. That would be awesome. I And who knows? They might find a way to do it some other time. But Disney is very stingy with Disney, so who knows? I doubt they'd share with anything. But man, that'd be incredible. They'd share with with Square, with Kingdom Hearts. That's true. You know? It would be incredible. You know what would be cool is if Wreck-It Ralph was in Kingdom Hearts. Like the arcade world. Man. How awesome would that be? I hope so. Kingdom Hearts 3 should be good. Yeah, here's the... They have the Green Hill Zone music for the (laughs) the Sonic level. Oh my god, that music takes you back. And then the the Mega Man stuff has the uh, Retro Medley. Oh, very cool. So they have this, and then they have the... um, the remix. That is awesome. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Which that sounds is... like the concert we went it to. It does. That is so cool. Yeah, so that's all on Dr. Wiley's stage. And they also have... <laughs> for Pac-Man. And then if you want to get hardcore... <laughs> what? Invited <laughs> Pac-Man, and they also have the um, music from the classic Smash Brothers games in here too. Wow, this might be enough to finally get me to get a get a 3DS. Yeah, I've been on the fence about it for a while, but I kind of want it. And they have the classic from Star Fox. You know. Um, I'm trying to see what other new things they have. They have a bunch of new Zelda stuff in there. Like they have a Spirit Tracks level where you fight on a train. Okay. They have an Ocarina of Time medley. Hmm. Um, they have a Paper Mario level in medley. Super Mario Three. They actually have a Super Mario Three D Land level now too. Hmm. Is Paper Mario a character? Do you think, or do you not know? I don't know. 
But yeah, they have the, the melee music. Nice. You know? So they have all kinds of cool stuff in this. I highly recommend it. I think it's it's awesome. Um, there's a lot of stuff to unlock, apparently, too. It's like you'll play something, and then all of a sudden you'll get challenged out of nowhere from a hidden character, and you'll have to fight really? them right then and there. Oh, sweet. Yeah. And, um, like, you know, you unlock the Pac-Man level before we even started. Mm -hmm. Do you know, like, how many characters there are in this game? I'm not sure. Are you even close to getting them all? I'm not even sure. I haven't really looked. You know, there's there's tons of stuff in here. Hmm. I'll just figure I'll go along, and then if I stumble across an article on it, then I'll read it and find out what to do. Right. But there's all kinds of stuff. I highly recommend Super Smash Brothers. But you don't recommend playing online. I haven't tried online yet because I'm scared. Because <laughs> these people are hardcore. They'll tear me up. I know they will without me even trying. <laughs> so uh, Super Smash Bros. 3DS, uh, highly recommend it. Awesome. And I think that's it for this week. That's right. Um, so uh, unless you guys get Ebola, we should be back. Exactly. Well, you I'm know. going to New York Comic Con. Yeah, so you got to bring uh, the Purell. Oh, and, yeah. And maybe wear one of those masks like those Japanese people do. I'll address as Michael Jackson. There you go. You know, uh, please uh, do not uh, sneeze on me. <laughs> that might be the most offensive thing we've said all night. Vomit! <laughs> or vomit on me. Oh, wonderful. So yes, that is coming if up. If you're going to get Ebola, I think New York Comic Con's the place to get it. Probably. I'm sure someone's selling it there. They have everything else. Probably. That and Surge. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so we have... I have New York Comic Con... Retro, uh, not retro. South Jersey Geek Fest is coming up. Yep. On the ninja. Well, we should have a show by then. Yeah, the Ninja, ninja. Show is next weekend. Go Ninja, go Ninja, go. That's the 18th at Adventureland. You can right. find more info like this on my Twitter page. I will be talking about it at Synergy Comic. I'm also posting updates of the Synergy book, which I am penciling. I just posted on Twitter uh, a comparison of rough to final pencils for the page I'm working on now. So you can go check that out. So uh, you can check out all of my progress uh, on uh, Twitter, at Synergy Comic, and also on Instagram, Synergy Comic. Uh, so I have all kinds of stuff on both of those in regards to art and uh, just normal everyday shenanigans. Uh, so follow along and uh, keep your peepers peeled for more peaks at Synergy as it's being penciled. So I think uh, that's that, it. That alliteration there. Do you like that? Peepers peeled. Keep as your peepers peeks, peeled. Peaks of peaks. Peaks of peepers peeled. <laughs> so until next time everybody Indeed. so long so long <laughs>